Hi, I'm Coach Nikki, and welcome to the Business 101 Show podcast. This is where we cut up the show, we remove the songs out of it, but we leave everything else in so you can still have the radio type experience. If you'd like to fast forward, then look at the show notes for the particular relevant interviews and comment sections for that day's show. Sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy. 101FM Management wish to advise that the opinions and comments stated on this program are not to be considered as endorsed by Radio Logan Incorporated. 101FM! The following business program is general in nature and designed as entertainment. It should not be considered advice. You should seek your own independent legal and financial advice before making any decisions about what's right for you. Coach Nikki is a business coach, and any recommendations made during the show should be considered as points of reference only. You are responsible for yourself and your decisions. Business owners, you have arrived at your new home for business on the FM dial. Introducing Coach Nikki! It's Monday night, and you know what that means. It's time for the Business 101 Show, proudly sponsored by CoachNikki.com. In five, four, three, three, two, one. Here's your host, Coach Nikki. Good evening and welcome to the Business 101 Show. I am Coach Nikki, and I'm joined by Malcolm West. Hello, Mal. <laughs> G'day, Coach. How are you going? I'm oh, very well, thank you. That's welcome good. to Monday. It is another one. Do you like Mondays? I love Mondays. I'm a bit weird. People like Friday. I love Mondays. There's a whole week we can get stuff done, and it's like, oh, we're only like one day in. I love it. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, weird, right? Look, we've got a bit of a bit of a show on tonight, Mel. Um, there's some things we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to touch quickly on that JobKeeper 2.0 the Senate voted in this week because I think everyone's still interested in that. We've got a really interesting Nickyism, which is called Every Day Just Sucks, which I got from a very good friend of mine. I'll explain that to you. It's a really good mental uh, little trigger reset. And of course, in Coach's Corner, I'm going to talk to you about the theory of A and a half and how that can serve you better than A or B. A? Mm, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, motivation and inspiration comes from the most obtuse places sometimes. This morning I was filling up my water bottle uh, that I've got here. I drink lots of water. If you can, please carry a water bottle and drink water. It's very good for you to be hydrated. And as I was filling up out of, we've got one of those um, tabletop filters, you know, with the, yep. the rock you got in the bottom, you fill yep. in. I was filling up the water bottle and I'm looking at it, I'm going, if I was to pour a water bottle in the top before I took a water bottle out of the bottom, I would never run out of water. It would be It'd like be a loop. It would be like a, continu- a loop. continuity loop. Yep. And I'm thinking, so if I constantly take from this, then I will run out. So at some point, I have to give to be able to take. So for me, it just hit me this morning. I went, hmm, at some stage, you can be a taker or you can be taker lots of times, but at some stage, you have to be a giver to continue to take. So it's got to be a bit of yin and yang. You've got to have that infinity loop of take and give. And that fits beautifully into this show of just making sure that you are a bit of A and a bit of B. And that's why I've gone Coach's Corner this week. With the theme for the show today, seats on the bus. Now, yep. uh, the PM's been on the news doing a few presses uh, lately, and even he was talking about seven of the eight states are on the bus, but the bus is still leaving even though everyone's not on it. So now that bus theory, where did that come from? Do you know the person who came up with that? No. Nope. It's Jim Collins. Ah, Good to great. Yes. Um, and of course, Jim's theory on you've got to have the right driver and the right people on your bus being a metaphor for your business. And I've had to go through that painful situation today of changing one of my drivers. So I will share more about that later in the show. Okie doke. 
Yeah. So, so it's going to be a good one? I think so. It's it, uh, Yeah, it should be a, a good show. G- got some good value in things. And just before we go anywhere, I just want to remind people that the Queensland government has the small business hotline. It's 1300 654 687. That's 1300 654 687. Now, you can get free help there. You can get access to free coaching there. I don't think we talk about it enough. There's some really good resources because we are in the COVID fatigue like we talked about last show. Remember, there's help out there. So that's one of those places. And, of course, uh, the show Business 101 is all about help. And they can contact us here at business at 101fm.org.au. They can uh, check us via Facebook, Logan City 101 FM. So if you've got a question uh, while we're here tonight, live doing the show, if you can uh, whack it into our Facebook, that's Logan City 101 FM. And then we can bring it to Nikki's attention and we can address it. And if we can't, then we can also come back next week, talk about it then to get the answers for the people. Yeah. Now, we interview a titan of his industry tonight, of the sign writing industry, Shane Drew. Yes. Now, Shane is also, um, oh, I'm going to murder this one, I think you're secretary of his local chamber of commerce. At Yatla. At Yatla Bean Lee Chamber of Commerce. We neglected to mention them when we did the Chamber of Commerce show. My apologies. Do you mind? I was in a good place. Then the world changed. Daily uncertainties became huge struggles. I've missed so much, especially the grandkids. A lot happened to all of us. It's okay to not feel fine. Small things each day go a long way. Make time for you. Take Take care, care, me. Create a healthier relationship with your mind. Search Dear Mind for more. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Missed a previous show or want to recap a Nickyism or Coach's Corner? Now you can listen when it suits you to the cut-down version of the Business 101 Show live podcast. Find the Business 101 Show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast and all other major listing platforms. Take us with you to the gym for a walk or a bike ride. Click the link on our Facebook post or visit the show page. Also available on anchor.fm. You know Harvey Norman at Logan Home offers good old-fashioned service. They deliver anywhere and they guarantee to beat any genuine competitor's price. The specialised staff will give you the very best advice for your needs with a terrific range of computers, furniture, bedding, electrical and flooring. There is no need for you to shop anywhere else. Why don't you go and see the friendly team at Harvey Norman Logan Home because customer service is their priority. Harvey Norman Logan Home. Take exit 30 off the M1 to Service Road. Sponsor. Richardson and Range Springwood value customer service. Our sponsor has advanced knowledge of the real estate and body corporate industry and can assure you that the management of your property is in safe hands. Currently, Richardson and Wrench Springwood are offering an exclusive deal for 101FM listeners for both property management and body corporate management. For more information on these exclusive deals, please call their office and mention you heard it on 101FM. Call Richardson and Wrench Springwood Residential and Strata Management Brisbane on 3808 8878. Trust them, they've been a proud Logan business for over 27 years. Now, remember, we've done this show to bring the business tribe together on the airways, but as we referenced last show, you've got, as a business owner, your local chambers of commerce. That's where you're going to find your local business tribe. That's where you go and can have a coffee, say g'day. Like I said last time, networking is so 2019. This is just about going and having a coffee, and if you're killing it, go and share your story of what works and go and listen to somebody who may be struggling and give them a bit of a pat on the shoulder and say, hey, well, have you considered this? Or give them a bit of a pick-me-up. It's time we actually help each other out and get together. And because uh, Stuart that we spoke to from the Logan Chamber of Commerce, 
it's yeah. free to enter um, to join. Yeah, at the that's, moment. that's right. The um, Logan Chamber of Commerce, they are having a free promotion for the next six months. So that's yeah. a really good deal. So if ever you may, you may not have even thought of it, but I had, but I hadn't joined. And then I met Stuart and then I went to the country chamber. Yep. Uh, yep. And that was fantastic. That was that breakfast at Yarrabilba. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Now, yeah. There's four chambers uh, getting around our, our city. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be one near you, and I'm sure I've murdered one of those names. Because one of them was country, one of them was regional, like. But we'll get that list back up. It was on the last show's notes. And as we progress through each week, we're going to get in touch with them and uh, get them on board and yeah, and get some information. It's from going them. to be a constant theme. I think one of the key strategies, and my very intelligent business partner and wife Millie said exactly the same thing. She says Chamber of Commerce is really going to be one of the foundational bits that's going to help mum and dad businesses get through this quagmire of COVID because we really need peer support. And that's the the lowest entry way to get it. So we're going to be talking a lot about it going all the shows forward. Okay. So, well, big show. Let's get cracking. Let's crack on. There's more Business 101 show to go. Coach Nikki will be right back after this. Are you ready for this week's business hot seat? In five, in five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Joining us as part of uh, Business 101, we have Shane Drew from Drew's Signer. Shane, welcome to Business 101. G'day, how are you? I'm doing quite well. We've got Coach Nicky here as well. G'day, Shane, how are you? G'day, buddy, how are you? Good, good. Really interested to hear about the sign business. You're a station sponsor. You've been with us for many years, uh, Shane. Tell us just briefly, just a little bit about Drew's sign it, how long you've been in business, uh, local logo business, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, we, um, we're a family business, myself and my wife, and my two kids came on board when I left high school. So my son, Ashley, and my daughter, Tiffany. Tiffany's our graphic designer. She's very talented. My son has got a bit of a gift of the gab like me, so he does a bit of sales and stuff like that. We've been in Logan, operating out of Logan since ninety. We travel all over Australia. We've got contracts nationally, so we're pretty proud to take a little Logan business to the to the rest of Australia. We uh, we get there. Shane, how are you finding that at the moment with uh, all these restrictions? Really, really, really bad. The day that they cancelled travel, I was supposed to start a sixty-five thousand dollar contract in Melbourne, so that hurt me a lot. Yeah, we've lost in the first three days of restrictions. We lost everything. We lost we lost six weeks worth of work because most of our work at this point in time is in the sport industry. So we do a lot of the, we used to do up until last year, the state of origin for the last 10 years. So, and everything associated with that. That's, that's um, the buses, isn't it? The buses, yeah. We, we specialise in wrapping big vehicles and we do a lot in the cranes, crane mine industry. So, yeah, we got the trifecta, um, tourism, travel and sport. So we, three days after, we decided to shut our doors for a few months just to cut the costs. Now, uh, I've seen you being promoting that the right signage is vital for a business. What do you mean by this? Um, well, branding's really important, but you've got two options to a sign situation. You've either got branding or you've got advertising. And what I mean by that is some people put everything on their vehicle or everything on their truck to basically replicate an ad in the paper. But then you've got branding, which is just your logo, your phone number and your website. Branding's often the best option to go because you've only got three seconds to really get someone's attention in signage. Otherwise, if it's too busy or it's not interesting, they'll look elsewhere. So we always promote the branding side more than the advertising side. These days, people just direct people to their website, which is going to do you much better if you've got that sort of in your brand. So when you're talking about this, should this apply to new businesses or should existing business businesses take this on board and, and take a look as well? 
Well, certainly new businesses for sure. You know, you get nowhere by driving around without any promotion. But, you know, when it comes to an older business, someone that's been around for a while and we do it ourselves, you really need to look at rebranding every couple of years, every three or four years. I don't mean total rebranding, but freshen up, new colours, different approach. Because after a while, people see your vehicle on the road every day for two or three years they don't even look at it anymore. So you need to get something to catch people's attention. So we recommend every two, three years maybe. Most businesses will change their vehicles in three, so it's an automatic thing. But um, it's good to just to keep refreshing your, your image as people you know, get your attention again. Okay, so there's vehicles and there's um, you know, heavy vehicle signage that you've done, like the big buses and those sorts of things. But uh, should the branding continue through the, you know, like flyers or, or stickers, totally. those sorts of things? Totally. You should stick with it, stick with the concept and, t- and carry it all the way through. When we do a branding concept for somebody, it's from where to go. It's from their, their vehicle all the way through to their business cards because branding's the key. It's uh, it's a recognisable thing. And it gets to the point, our own brand, I'm proud to say, people see my logo now, they know exactly who I am because I see it on everything. I see it on my business cards, my social media, and I see it on my vehicles. So as soon as I see your logo, it's a recognisable logo. Half the, half the selling's done. They know who you are already. Shane, question for you. I've, I've seen a lot of cases of really good signage and branding and a lot of cases of really bad signage and branding. I'm sure you're the same. When yeah. you get a client come in, do you actually provide the next level of service down? So you'll actually have a look at their branding and guide them and say, look, you need, we could smarten this up here, you could buff this up there. It's not just reprinting new signs so they look fresher. Do you actually do the full circle service? We do. Um, it's a bit harder in some instances because... Because a lot of times people come to us after being to brand manager, mm. so we're sort of the second guy in the in the chain. But also having said that, you know, if you've got a, a reasonable argument, some people will go back to their brand manager and say, like, this is what the Drews have said. You know, he's only valid, you know. And, and some guys, in truth, will, will will agree with us. The thing is, we find that the guys, that are the graphic designers, although they're very very good, they look at it from a different perspective as us. You know, we're the cold face. We know what's yeah. what's really going to work and what's not going to work. So. It's good, whoever your sign guy is, whether it's me or anybody, uh, a lot of the guys with experience are good people to feed reflections off and then make a decision from there. I think that maybe you get an original concept from a from a designer, but you then have to adapt that if you're doing a vehicle or, or a larger vehicle as well, so that it not only gets the message out, but actually looks good. That's right, it actually fits. The problem yeah. we've got is people come to us with something they've designed themselves and they're reluctant to hear criticism. Mm-hmm. You know, this day and age, someone's got Photoshop or they've got Illustrator or they've got Corel, they think they're pretty crash up, they come with no experience at all, and you try and give them some concepts that, you know, this isn't going to work because, or they colour contrasts are wrong or they've used a font that's hard to read or there's too much text sometimes you don't see them again they go away because they're offended or they think you're not going to do what they want to do but in truth that sort of criticism is worth listening to because we've all like, oh, since 92 I can tell you how many vehicles I've done you know what works and what doesn't work so you need to probably just swallow the pride yeah. and just you know listen to what the guy says whether it be me or anybody and just take it in and, and see if it's, if it's pr- pr- true Well see so you're basically you know, an expert in the signage and the branding side of things just like that they would go to a solicitor for advice or an accountant for advice in different areas of their business so we sort of tend to follow that uh, you're an expert in your field therefore what input you're giving is aimed at making their end result the best as it can possibly be for them that's right that's that's the concept and and if you know every business has got a got an element of of businessmen and women that are in it for their own gain but you look at any long-term sign shop and you'll find that they've got a really good grasp on what the public's trend is at the moment so it's really good just to know the the depth of of experience that your sign shop you're dealing with has got because that often can dictate you know the good advice you're going to get 
Now, uh, I know uh, it is a saying, you get what you pay for, but uh, in your industry, it certainly does uh, seem like that. It is. We've got no situation in our industry where we've got a code of conduct. It's it's really an honesty-based system. The problem from the consumer's point of view is we can tell them anything. They're not going to be able to prove us right or wrong in the short term. And there's so many different materials, there's so many different adhesives, there's so many different qualities of gear. If we're being pushed for a cheap price, we've got a lot of options ahead of us. But whether that's going to last the time that you're expecting it to last, you won't know until two years down the line. So in that point, it's, it's, a, it's a, something that annoys me. I do a lot of mentoring in the industry and it's something I press really well, you know, like don't rip the customer off just on quality of the gear. We'll tell a customer, what you're asking for is, I can't match the price, I can go cheaper, but this is going to be the offset. Yeah. You're not going, to, not going to last as long or whatever and put it back on them. They'll definitely know that the product we're getting is going to fit them. This is a classic case, isn't it? Sometimes the clients actually have to get out of their own way and really listen to the experts. So it's sort of like if you are the expert, which you are in your area, then they really should come to you with a concept, but then say, here you go. What do you think of that and how would you do it? That's what I do with the professionals I deal with. Come to the professional and say, right, here's my idea. Now make this happen for me because I've got a clue what it takes to wrap a cap. No, that's right. And the other thing, they come to you and say, I've got this budget. As soon as you've got a budget, like if it's too low, we'll say, well, you're not going to get what you want for that sort of money. You need to either have less signage or yep. the product we want to use on that particular material. And so you've got a, it's a bit of a thing, but unfortunately you'll always find something's been ripped off before by someone else. Yeah. And so then they label you as, uh, you know, this guy might be doing the same thing, I might be getting ripped off. It's just one of those honesty things, you've just got to be comfortable with who you're dealing with. Now, you've been a station sponsor here at 101 for many years, and we do thank you for that. I, I know uh, some of the different things that you, you just put a new sign up in our reception. Yeah, this morning, yeah. That's a very good two-way sign. Like, I've seen two-way signs actually block vision out of the when you look in the rear view i just went out to reception looked at it before shane and you can see straight through like it's like from sorry from inside the studio but it's blocked from the outside it's a very good quality one once again we can go chinese or we can go different cheaper brands but you know to me it's a referral for me most of my work's referral work Uh, a good 90 percent of my industry i get is referral so it's important for me that it's right the first time and i don't get any comebacks but you know we could have gone cheaper but i chose not to because it had to be something that's going to be seen every day why would i do it anyway no that's good now what what word of advice would you have for somebody they're thinking about oh my signs are looking a bit daggy i've never wrapped a car they're a mum and dad business what's the first thing they should consider what's what's the best way to start it some people have no idea how to start this process what would you suggest you probably best thing is to work out your budget first you know a full wrap can be quite expensive and it's not necessary we, we do a lot of half wraps yeah. to fit into people's budgets and you can do just as good a, i think uh, the problem with that though is if they haven't got a clue what they're asking for they don't know what the budget is so what, yeah okay. i know i'm pushing you but that's true um first thing we'd suggest they come to us tell us what they're looking for yeah. what their aim is whether they want just to get the brand awareness out there yeah. might actually want to do something a bit more and then we'd sit down with them and give them some options and tiffany um, will do the graphic design for them tiffany would we we usually do a mock-up for free to start with oh. just as a basic one yep. as a starting point so what we always say this isn't the final one we need to know if we're heading the right direction if we are then we'll keep mm. going if we're not we'll start again um, because so often you start something i'll, I'll give them something i think is pretty crash art and they'll look at you oh, that's not what i'm thinking at all <laughs> okay bugger <laughs> so you know you, you've got to start again so we, we try and get something to start with and then work out whether we're heading the right direction or we've we've taken their concepts to what they're thinking. A lot of people know what they don't want, but they don't know what they want. Yeah, it's a little bit similar to when, when we get new uh, business clients here at the station and we have to write uh, a, a new ad uh, for them. They give us some information and then we do draft scripts up, we send them back out and then they go, oh, yeah, 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 I like that bit. Hang on, can we do this? And we get the input again 
come back, draft number two, sometimes draft number three, uh, before we go down the recording of uh, the the ad for them. So, uh, again, similar with what the process that you provide. Yeah, it's all about, if, if you really want the business, I guess, we get, we've got a position that will charge for every revision. Um, okay, that's their call. I'm not going to say that's wrong. But I think if you want to get the, the, the client's trust or you want to get them to, we, we try and generate a team atmosphere. We, we're in it together from the start to finish. I don't want a vehicle out there that looks crap, that we've got my name on it. So it's in my interest to make it look really hot and it's in their interest to, to, to have a good looking vehicle as well. So um, it really is a team effort and, and that's how we, we view it. And most of my, I've got my clients, my average client's 15 years old. I've got clients from, you know, the 90s. Uh, I've, the, I've seen the Drew's ute running around, you know. Yeah, we got rid of the ute now. So yeah, that's a few years ago now, but I even see, so it works. I remember seeing that yeah. years ago. Yeah, we get a lot of business people pull us over. I get a lot of my opposition get upset when they see me down in New South Wales because I'm a Queensland person. But, um, <laughs> Stick it to the blues. Come on. Come on, Queensland. But, you know, I said to my son, because we got, we got shamed on Facebook by some New South Wales sign guys, took their photo of me on the Gosford Expressway heading home. I said to my son, the best part of that is we know the branding works Yep. Um, because it went viral on, on our industry. So, Shane, the yeah. thing I really like about you and your business is you've got national contracts. You're used to doing the big stuff. Now, when you talk about big companies like State of Origin, NRL, they've got big budgets, so they engage high-level uh, professionals. There's a lot of moving parts in that process, right? Yep. So if a mum and dad business in Logan wants to access that type of skill set, you've got it, and you're right here, and you're just going to basically take all of that that you've learned over the last 28 years, and you're going to put that into their job. That's pretty amazing stuff when you think about that. That's basically it. You know, we're an overnight success that's taken 20 years. But um, <laughs> it, it's one of those situations, you build up trust, reputation, you know, um, I donate my time to a few causes, and it's just one of those things that it, it eventually comes around. Well, it's not going to happen overnight, but you know, we're in for the long term. I love this industry. I love working with my kids, so perfect opportunity for me. And that comes crossing their work, I hope. No, and as a station sponsor here, I've seen your work, not not only uh, with the vehicle wrap, also the, all the signage here on, on our building as well. You do core flutes, uh, our stickers that are part of our uh, new sponsor promotion as well, all come through you and the, the standard and the quality is second to none. Well, it doesn't cost any more to do it properly, you know, and that's what I keep saying to these young guys that come in the industry, they try and cut corners, do it right, get your reputation and half your half your hard work's done, then you just got to worry about getting the work. So many people think of the short term, they think of the quick dollar. We, we don't have a licensing system in this industry so if you can afford the machinery you know I've got I'm sitting around 150 grand through the machines I've got you know three big machines and a whole heap of ancillary items you know big investment for us so it's important to do it right and hopefully the business keeps flying that's fantastic and you've got the infrastructure you've backed yourself with that you've got the local know-how I yeah I've only just come on this uh, station as you know I'm, I'm a new announcer at the station but I tell you what next job we've got I'll be uh, ringing you what's the best way to get in contact with you through the website through the website mainly I'm really hard to catch on the phone so I ask people just go through the website go through the contact page yeah. and I'll get the email that way Mal what's the website address uh, DSI D for dog S for Sydney I for igloo dot net dot au DSI dot net dot au yep that's it Okay, Shane, uh, thank you very much uh, for taking the time to, to talk with us here on Business 101. Uh, you are a local Logan business. You are a supporter and sponsor of our station. We do thank you very much for that. But uh, overall, you're a good bloke and you do a great job uh, promoting uh, in and around the Logan area. And thanks for being part of Business 101. Not a problem. All the best, guys. Thanks, Shane. Well done. Okay, bye-bye. And that was Shane. Wasn't it great to talk to him? Yeah, really good. I mean, everyone loves a family business. Good Logan local family business. Uh, son and daughter work there, 28 years. There's just nothing about this business I don't like. And 
the, the real kicker for me, and I said it in the interview, it's local advice with national know-how. Now, that's that's a slam dunk. So I know that that was a long two bits of that interview, but we didn't want to cut him because he just knows his stuff, no. right? And a lot of good information there and advice yeah. for uh, not only existing businesses, but new businesses, whatever level of business uh, that you're at, as you said, from local through to uh, interstate big huge businesses. He also talked about lack of code of conduct in the printing industry. So he refers to how he gets around that and what he tries to help guide his clients with. So there's a lot of really good points mentioned there by Shane. So yeah, what a great business. Um, And we've all seen the buses for the state of origin. That was Shane's good work. No longer. uh, They don't have the contract this year, but for the last 10 years, they've been doing all that big format work and they do... A lot of Forex being thrown across (laughs) the New South Wales bus. (laughs) Remember when they drove it down Caxton Street? Everyone was pelting it with the stomach. Exactly. No, that was it. So that was good. Love it to hear from Shane. And, of course, uh, you can get in touch with us here at uh, Business 101 via our email, business at 101fm.org.au or on the Facebook, Logan City 101 FM. And the news that caught my attention this week is as follows. PayPal entering the BNPL, that's buy now, pay later space. PayPal are calling it the pay in four. But what does Afterpay's co-founder feel about the competition coming in from PayPal? Nick Moliner was quoted in The Weekend Australia as saying, There's room for everyone. There are many lenders that attempt to come down to the BNPL space, but the inability to have the purity of business model, the mission and the vision that we have truly differentiates us. I tell you what it pays to know how you are different from your competitors. Imagine if a PayPal-sized gorilla decided to jump into your business or your industry. Apple had its biggest loss in a single day last week, and I've been starting to say for a little while now that Apple is going to fail. That's right, you heard it here first. Any business model that locks their user into doing things a very specific way and does not move with the times is running out of space and air as a business. My prediction for Apple, it's actually going to fall from grace pretty hard, and that's going to happen over the next 10 years. Terry McCran said the health damage caused by state lockdowns far outweighs even the most dire predictions. Experts predicted 150,000 deaths in Australia at the start of the pandemic, with 36,000 in Victoria. The real numbers, 737 deaths in Australia and 650 in Victoria. So, these so-called experts, who are they? Are we to believe that the lockdown single-handedly saved us from this larger number? Or maybe it just wasn't that bad after all? That is a contentious issue and a whole show in itself. The RBA has been buying state government debt over the past few months. When quizzed, the governor said he wants the states to increase their spending and to help lift the economy out of the doldrums. And that's how the RBA is helping the country recover. The Prime Minister today came on and did a presser at midday. He announced a $1.7 billion agreement for vaccine doses. That's 180 million doses. He's calling it the Homegrown Sovereign Vaccine Plan. Why does this tie into business? Because with a vaccine, we're going to be able to open up and travel around and get back on with it in an even quicker format than we are now. JobKeeper 2.0 was passed by the Senate this week. Of course, 28th of September to the 3rd of January, the JobKeeper changes into Tiers 1 and 2. That's $1,200 in Tier 1 and $750 in Tier 2. 4th of January to 28th of March, it then goes one step down to $1,000 for Tier 1 and $650 for Tier 2. Remember that the 
companies that were 30% down in turnover, if they dip but they still have 10% down in turnover, whilst they won't get the um, JobKeeper payments, they will still get the flexibility in employment. The links to the tax office statement is on our Facebook post. The final thought for the day is from Alan Kohler, of course, of the ABC and financial commentator. Alan says, anyway, what's more important, people's lives or the size of the deficit? Does it really matter if debt is one trillion or one and a half trillion? It won't be paid back and the Reserve Bank will carry the debt, so who cares? That's the news that grabbed my attention this week. Missed a previous show or want to recap a Nickyism or Coach's Corner? Now you can listen when it suits you to the cut-down version of the Business 101 Show live podcast. Find the Business 101 Show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and all other major listing platforms. Take us with you to the gym for a walk or a bike ride. Click the link on our Facebook post or visit the show page. Also available on anchor.fm. Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner today is called A and a Half. Now, so often we get caught up looking at things in polarizing fashion. So it's either black or white, A or B or C. But here's something I want you to consider. And I'm going to use a couple of examples. If option A was to keep Queensland borders shut and option B was to open Queensland borders, do you only have two choices, A or B? No, you don't. A lot of people don't realise that you could actually go A and a half. And you could actually say, well, actually, we could open to travel bubbles. So it's sort of like a, it's in an in-between. Yep. Now, I know it's a bit cute, but this really helps you move when you're doing negotiations because both sides will normally be at an A or a B and finding that middle ground is going to be quite difficult. It's the same thing with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. A, Black Lives Matter. B, White Lives Matter. I go C, all human lives matter. Now, I'm not trying to downplay the you know the feeling around these issues. I'm just trying to highlight. There's always a middle option. And a lot of people don't naturally think about the half. They always think about the whole. So they'll go A, B, C, or D, not A, A and a half, B, B and a half, C. And it can really be mixed together. So Coach's Corner, really quick, really simple. But just remember, if you're faced with something and you're thinking A or B, have a think about A and a half. Dear mind, this year's tested us all. I've realised there's magic in every moment. Be good to yourself. Kind regards, me. Create a healthier relationship with your mind. Search Dear Mind for more. Indian Skin Clinic station sponsor is one of the leading skin cancer clinics in southeast Queensland with highly trained and experienced doctors specialising in skin cancer. The clinic is accrediting to the National Safety and Quality Health Services standards. From the time you enter, the friendly professional team of receptionists and nurses will guide you in every step of the way. Using the latest advanced detection and treatment equipment and resources, the Logan Skin Clinic offers all clients the very best skin detection and treatments. When in doubt, get it checked out at the Logan Skin Clinic, 13 Mays Avenue, Logan Central. No matter what the occasion, a birthday, an anniversary, or even for Mother's Day, nothing says I love you like fresh flowers. Station sponsor, The Flower Hub, have been delivering locally grown flower happiness all over Australia, and they're a proud Logan business. Flower Hub sells farm-sized bunches of fresh flowers from the grower direct to you online. Flower Hub home delivers with a safe, no-contact delivery system. Make someone happy today. Browse the flowers and shop at theflowerhub.com.au.
Now, that leads me on to another idea that I've had for a long time and I want to share with you. And because I'm in my business tribe space tonight, I feel safe sharing this with you. I want to see what you think of this. If you've been in business, you've had staff and you've sacked people and and parted ways with some of your work family. uh, It's like you carry around this graveyard of relationships past of your key staff and the staff that you were fond of. And everyone in business ends up leaving you at some point and you're there with the business by yourself running it really. So this whole notion of that I carry around this graveyard on my right shoulder of all the relationships I've had with staff in the past. And that's where my relationships go once those people have faded out of my life. And the only thing that was keeping us together was our common interest in the work. And they're part of my work family and that was it. And it sort of helps me process and deal with some of the sadness of being a boss because we all talk, you know, about bosses as, you know, make decisions and hire and fire and like it's just a off the cuff comment. Mm. But they have very real uh, impacts and emotional consequences. And we don't talk about that often as bosses because we we like everyone to think that, you know, we've got this and we're the leaders and we're tough. But that's where I put my relationships and that actually helps me process those things. Sometimes people, they're in business, they think they're alone, they're by themselves. I mean, that's mm. where probably, um, you know, like the Chamber of Commerces mm. would be a good because they are you know, a good connection for people because, uh, the, you know, they're in business and a lot of them probably are going through the same things. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's exactly where your tribe is. It's, it's the, you know, sitting down with co-owners of business and having a conversation about those things that we have to deal with as the leaders of the companies, yep. whereas someone on a front line may not do. Can I just say that courage rewards those who are brave, something along those lines. It's a lot easier not to do anything, but the problem that you defer will not go away. It will simply just be compounding and show up later. So have the courage to take the tough decisions when they present themselves. Make sure that you're measured and you have a clear understanding of what your own mind is in, in that situation, because if you can have conviction and clarity, it will make it much easier as you're executing your leadership role. And again, as a leader, there's things you have to do in a HR, legal framework and format, almost at opposite ends of what you would like to do as a human and how you'd like to approach it. But that's just the way we have to execute our and role. And just on that point with mm. the human resource side of things, a lot of people might not know what they need to know when they're looking to uh, oh, part absolutely. way with starts. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we need probably a lot more time than we do have now because we're heading up towards the seven o'clock news. But uh, it, it, yeah, it is a thought and it is part of business. Yeah, we're going to do a special show on that. We actually engage external consultants to provide us with HR support because we're not big enough to have our own HR manager. Yep. But HR is such a minefield that if you don't have professional advice around HR, you're going to be paying out lots of money because you're going to do... Uh, the HR process in a wrong format and a staff's going to hold you accountable to that. And of course, again, I know I'd go back to this, but with the, the Chamber of Commerce, lots of businesses, lots of contacts, and uh, they would be able to help you in these ways. Yeah. It, to direct you to the right yeah, people. Absolutely. It really is. And there's a lot of uh, really skilled people that are there as well, because you've got um, accountants, solicitors, all those other businesses that are professional services businesses, they actually go to chambers as well. And you'll be able to rub shoulders and discuss and meet and you'll be able to sound people out that you like the look of and that you gel with and that you could actually consider taking on as your advisor or representative in those areas. So Chambers of Commerce, we know we've talked a lot about it already tonight, but we're going to continue to talk about it for every show because they really are going to be... That's your safe space as business people. Get onto your local chambers of commerce. And of course, in around Logan, as you mentioned earlier tonight, there is four. So it gives us plenty of opportunity to chat. Nikki, thank you very much for another great show. We'll be back again next Monday night. Thanks, Mel. 
and look forward to catching you. Don't forget, business at 101fm.org.au is our number. Thanks to Shane Drew for commenting on Facebook. Catch you next week. Now, of course, today's theme is seats on the bus. And like I said in the opener, the PM even referred to the bus. Now, Jim Collins, the great Jim Collins, uh, came up with the concept. And I want to talk to the business owners out there whether you can all relate to this. The first time I heard about this concept of uh, you've got to choose the people that are on your bus and you've got to choose the right drivers for your bus. And then also your bus drivers are going to change over time. Now, I've been in business long enough now to have gone through major personnel changes. Um, And the best way to describe it to somebody about this concept, if you haven't heard about the bus concept, imagine that you need your business, which is the bus, and depending on where you're at, so if you're in startup and you need to get to your first million, you're probably going to have to go through about five different bus stops to get there. And the stops are the skill levels or things that you need. Now, once you've got through the first five bus stops on your bus, you're going to need the right driver, which probably is just you. And then you're going to need some people on the bus, which are your team members that help you make things happen. Now, after about that fifth stop and you've gone over that $1 million in revenue, then you go, right, uh, I'm going to go and sit in one of the seats and look after one particular area of the business. I'm going to put a new bus driver in. I'm going to bring in a manager because I, my why is I want more time. So I'm going to let somebody else drive the bus and they're going to take us through stops six to 10. The point is, you need to make constant adjustments on who's driving the bus and then who's on the bus. And then once your company actually gets to a a big size, you could actually then split your buses down into mini buses. And then you say, right, so in theory, operations is a mini bus, uh, marketing and admin might be a mini bus, et cetera. Now, the same thing goes that if you're in a successful business and you're going well, you're going to need a business, a, a different bus driver to take you, say, from point A to point B if you're driving straight across a flat, a flat plane. But then if you need a driver that can take you up a snowy ice peak mountain, they need the skill set for that. You're going to have to swap out your driver. Now, I've had to do that just recently where I had to swap out one of my drivers for one of my main business units, um, someone who's been with me for a long time. And as an owner, you really get a sense of... Um, almost like grief when you actually have to change your driver and sometimes when you have to say goodbye to relationships that you've had as part of your work family for a long time. So seats on the bus and the bus are great ways to think about your business, but make sure you keep focus on who's driving the bus and is that driver the person that you're going to need for every single leg and it's not. You're going to have to make sure that you have a plan in place and make sure you have the courage to change the driver when you need to do that. It's time for this week's Nickyism. Yo, a Nicky what? What's a Nickyism? Nickyism, a strategy and or saying that Nicky says, which when used will get you ahead faster. Hey, Coach Nicky, what's it going to be? Today's Nickyism is actually not mine. It's one that I've borrowed from a friend of mine who um, has stayed with us recently, and I really loved it. It's called Every Day Sucks. Now, how often have you thought or seen people go, oh, every day is great, and you've got to act like everything's wonderful, and you've got to always be half Unbelievable. Half full. Unbelievable. Everything's great. Whereas my friend goes, you know what? If we just accepted that every day sucks, so you've got to pick one thing that you just hate doing or you don't like doing. And if you take it and you do it every single day, then you're actually taking control of the things that you dislike and you're better situated to deal with things. It builds resilience. So for my friend, it was mopping the floors in his house. His everyday sucks is mopping the floors. Now, he's also an uh, ex-personal trainer. And so when he saw me, he goes, Nicky, you've got to lose a bit of weight, mate. Uh, Your everyday sucks is 50 push-ups. 
Now, Mel, I don't know about you, but it's been seriously a year or two since I've done a push up. Um, decades? Yeah, there you go. I go to the gym and ride a bike and stuff and do pull ups and try it by assisted. So I started doing this everyday sucks with 50 push ups. And, you know, first time I did five lots of 10, and now my son does it with me as well. So it's, uh, it's you know, pretty good. So if you want to build resilience and if you feel like a lot of your day is dictated to you or you're sort of feeling more negative than positive in a day, well, I'm saying put your flag in the ground, own your everyday sucks item, pick something that you dislike doing and then do it every single day and push through it because then you've reclaimed it. You've actually built resilience and you've taken control of that item in your life. So that's the Nickyism for today. I've borrowed it from my friend Adam, but I absolutely loved it. My family loved it and I've seen what a positive effect it's had on everybody around us. So remember, everyday sucks, take control. The Business 101 Show with your host, Coach Nikki, and Logan 101's very own Mal West. For podcasts and resources, visit our sponsor, CoachNikki.com. Re- remember what Nikki always says, version one is better than version none. Version none.